Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm your host, Chad Owens. Woo! Happy New Year. It is 2022, and this is the very first rundown of the new year, so I'm excited about it. I hope you guys all had an amazing weekend and are feeling fresh coming into this new year. You got all your goals written down, and uh, you're going to attack those each and every day relentlessly. Anyway, you can tell I'm geeked up. Anyways, like we always do, let's dive on in to the CO2 Rundown. Monday, new year, new week, and a new opportunity for football fever. So make sure you guys go uh, get yourself a football fever ballot in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser. Get it, fill it out, turn it in, and give yourself a chance to win $500 cash uh, man, this has been a blast all season long. Just congratulations to all the winners so far, and maybe a few multiple winners. Uh, congratulations, and you're going to give yourself a chance to win the grand prize, the big green egg Kamado grill at the end of this thing. So look, keep competing, keep uh, putting in your entries each and every week, and this would not be possible without our Football Fever sponsors, Mercedes-Benz of Honolulu, Hawaiian Telecom, and Long's drugs. Mahalo. Man, uh, unfortunately for our boy Tua Tango and the Miami Dolphins, their, their winning streak came to an end and so did their playoff hopes for this season. What, what, I, what I don't like, man, is, is how quick the media can, can go right back to attacking someone, attacking a team, and, and just bringing in negativity. You know, one of the things for me, my goal uh, in 2022 is leaving negativity behind, right? Being all positive this year and focusing on, on good energy and good things. And it's just unfortunate, man, in the world of pro sports and I think more so in, in football than any other sport and especially the quarterback position. I guess the most scrutinized position there is in a game, the most watched. And man, they went, oh, you know, seven game losing streak. And then they went on a seven-game win streak. And Tua was playing extremely well. And look, everybody has a bad game. Everyone's got their ups and downs. I'm not making any, any excuses for Tua and the Miami Dolphins. I just wish that the media, and this is by a lot of people who have never played the game. They've never been in between the lines. And so they really don't know what it takes and what goes on. So um, look. I got Tua's back. Bro, I got your back always. You've had one heck of a season, and this is only season two, right? I, I know going into the offseason, uh, there's going to be so much more growth. And this season isn't even done yet, right? So the focus is, although the playoff picture is out, you, there's still an opportunity, right, to get better. And I know that's where Tua's focus is on the next game. And so, uh, brother, congratulations again, you know, all the, the naysayers, man, in one ear, out the other. Stay focused and just keep doing your thing. Hello. Antonio Brown. I'm not sure if you guys seen it, but sort of his little outburst on the sideline, took his uniform off, took his pads off, tossed it, threw his gloves into the stands, walked into the locker room during the game, right, shirtless, Peace, yeah. headed in, and um, 
because in the story it came out a little later that he felt his ankle wasn't healthy. The head coach told him, hey, to go in. And again, this is just he say, she say, right? He refused to go in. Bruce Aaron said, hey, well, if you don't want to play, leave. So he left. I know more of this will come out. But at the end of the day, if you're a player like Antonio Brown, which I've praised so much before, I've talked about it because he's a tremendous talent. But, you know, certain actions, especially if you're someone that's, that got a, a, a second, third chance to play and to be part of a team and to be part of the NFL, right? It's, uh, it's just disrespectful, you know, for, for hey, for guys that, that are looking for that opportunity that actually have tremendous talent, but they just, they're just, they don't have that opportunity, right? And so it's, it's disheartening, man, and, and, and it hurts to see someone with so much talent act out a certain way and, and disrespect the game, disrespect, uh, you know, Tom Brady, guys that have fought for you to get you that next chance. And it just, it just hurts to know that someone of that talent you know, could just throw it all away. And, you know, we'll see what happens with Antonio Brown, but most are saying his career is probably over. I'm going into the NBA right, right now, and, and I came across this via Instagram, and I think it's special. And I would love to see it happen. LeBron James spoke in an interview with Uninterrupted that he'd love to see Bronny James in the NBA, and actually be on the court with him. That, man, I got, I got goosebumps with, with, with that. That would be historic. It would be an unbelievable you know, story. And to almost cap off his legacy, LeBron James, I mean, hey, he set goals and goals and goals and has accomplished all these things, right, milestones. And I, I honestly feel like it's going to happen. All right, LeBron James, I feel, will be playing alongside his son, Bronny James. And can you imagine if they were on like, opposite teams? And I know he'd be vying, if he's still with the Lakers or wherever he's at, for that team to draft his son so they could be teammates. That, that's, that's crazy. That's like me being able to still play football right, and waiting for my son to get his opportunity, which isn't too far, but you know, that would be an amazing experience that's like me lining up right and my son's at quarterback and I get to catch a pass from catching a touchdown pass from my son that is amazing so I hope it happens and for the fans uh, I think they'd love to see that as well Curtis Murayama has an article in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser uh, referencing right the transfer portal two words in which he feels is for our coaching staff and our program is, is as detrimental, or has been as detrimental as the pandemic has been all right, for everyone here. So, yeah, it allows players to enter and go to other schools without taking that hit and having to sit out a, a year. You know, the NCAA made that change. And so, you know, we have to, programs have to just make those adjustments as well. But, hey... You know, we have to look within as a program, not necessarily the University of Hawaii, okay? I'm going to speak 
abroad here, if you're a program, a college program, and you're doing everything you can to keep all your, your, your key players, I think, then, and, and they don't transfer, you've done a great job. You know, there's, there's the second and third stringers who are sitting behind guys that are in the same class as them. They're not like a, a, a sophomore waiting for the senior to graduate and I'm going to get my two years to play. If you're that, that player who knows that you probably won't see the field, you go enter the transfer portal. You go somewhere else to, so you can showcase your skills. Now, for us, right, the, the, the big question has been coming up is like, it's our starters. It's guys that are going to become seniors leaving. Why? Right? And if, if, that op, that, if that option wasn't there, we'd have no issues right now. Right? So Curtis is speaking to the transfer portal and it being a, a negative thing, which, you know, in my opinion, in some cases it is. Right? But for some players who aren't those starters, it's the best thing that they can possibly do. But guys, we can't forget now, kids were transferring even before the transfer portal. They would take that year off knowing that they're going to be in a better opportunity, a better situation. You know, it is what it is, okay? And, and we, University of Hawaii, we just need to focus on doing what we need to do to make sure we keep our players here. And, and, that's, and that's the bottom line. <laughs> Go check out Curtis's article for a little bit more details on that one. Okay, I talked about the new year, right, and having a fresh start. And that's exactly what the University of Hawaii Rainbow Warrior baseball team has got going for them. With new hire, head coach Rich Hill is bringing in just a new vibe, a new energy. And uh, it's something that the fans can get behind. Okay, I love his passion for the uniforms. As athletes, man, the uniforms is everything. Right? It's, 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 it's what we transform into on game days. And fans, you're going to have an opportunity to transform uh, on various game days because here's what Coach Hill has, has in store. Okay, on Fridays, he's going to old school Kelly Green, and he's calling it the Sheridan Orange, which is what I kind of got on right now. Right? I've got like that old school vibe right now repping. Now, Saturdays, he's going to new school white. And on Sundays, he's wearing Kelly Green tops with a retro pants. And that's exciting stuff. If I'm a player, I'm excited about the different, the different days, the different uniforms you can put on, right? It's a different vibe, different energy. Also, he plans to move the retired numbers, right, to the outfield, right? Coach Murakami, that number 11 is going to be in the outfield, right? Derek Tatsu, uh, uh, Tatsuno, number 16, is going to be out there. And, of course, Colton Wong's 14 is going to be out there, right? So and as fans come in, you're going to be able to see that. Right on the outfield fences being represented, and he also plans to put up the 1980 World Series uh, a sign representing that. So he's got a lot in store for us, man. So it's an exciting time. Baseball is right around the corner. Let's go, Bose. Our amazing sports editors team at the Honolulu Star Advertiser has put together the top five sports stories to look out for this year okay and it's been a hot topic and leading us off and maybe not in no particular order but number one is uh football right what's what's going to happen right there's a there's a there's a public hearing 
this week. All right, I can't wait to see what that turns out to be like, uh, what, what comes from that with all the questions of, you know, hey, coaching staff and transfers. Why, why are these athletes leaving? I touched on that a little bit, but that's going to be a hot topic this year, okay? And on that note, stadium issues. Where will our Rainbow Warrior football team play football this fall? Right? Are they going to continue with the plan to expand T.C. Ching to 15,000 or more? Or what's the deal there? Right? We're going to keep an eye on those things. Um, in the MMA world, right? Max Holloway, he's climbing his way back to the top. We all know that that rematch with Volkanovski, he won that fight. We all feel that way. Even Dana White was scratching his head at that one. But Max has done an amazing job being humble, going to work, and showing up and doing what he needs to do to climb that ladder to give himself another chance. And Dana White even said, hey, he's earned it. So I'm assuming we're going to see a Volkanovski, Max Holloway 3. And uh, this is going to give Max an opportunity to regain right, the throne, in which we all know he belongs. He's the best in that division. Also, right, uh, Ray Cooper, who, who just won his second PFL title, right? He fought for the million bucks two years in a row, got it done. Does he have a three-peat in him? I feel he does, right? He's the man. He's the king of that arena. And so, but Ray, hey, congratulations, man. Keep it going. Blessings to you and Max in 2022. I touched on it earlier. Our UH Rainbow baseball team, right? New, new hire, Rich Hill. What is he bringing to the table? Right? Is he going to be like a June Jones type, right? Coming into Hawaii for that football program, changing things around, right? Adding in some things, elevating the game, right? We're looking forward to that. And last but not least here, right? They did, definitely didn't finish last, and they are fixing to become a dynasty, the Kahuku Red Raider football team. What more can we say about, about this, this group, that community, right? And that's, to me, that's what makes them special. They have an entire community, right, out there in Laie, Kahuku, just, that just backs them. And I love seeing that. That is school spirit and personal pride at its finest. And according to Billy Hall, they've got a lot of players returning. And so our Kahuku Red Raiders is going to be a dynasty, for years to come. We'll find out. And that is it for today's show. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in uh, on this first segment of 2022. Woo! Man, lots in store. I'm excited uh, to, to continue to move forward. I hope you guys are excited for this year, man. Uh, just go, go after every single goal that you want to achieve. It may be one goal. Perfect. Give everything you got to that one goal, right? Sometimes, hey, we got to make changes. This is a year right now, if you're on the fence, I'd say make that change, right? Take that leap of faith because, hey, this is the time to do it. We got to come out the gate. 2022, we got to come out the gate fast. And so with that, thank you so much again. Happy New Year once again, and I'll see you all. From Hump Day Wednesday. Aloha.